Hello and welcome to the Metapod Podcast, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta and revolving into the next year. Sean, it's 2023. How did you enjoy your holidays? Oh my gosh. It was good. It was relaxing. We didn't do an episode last week as, you know, most listeners will have noted <laughs> it i mean just holiday like i was out of the state sean yeah. has been having a lot of trouble with his internet stuff Bruh. and we were just like you know what enjoy the holiday season be with the fam be with some friends you know just don't think about you know i don't know work <laughs> yeah yeah and so i am now listeners if, if anything goes awry or sounds weird or whatever <laughs> I am on a different computer. My my big rig uh, is out of commission now for various reasons. So uh, Jake and I were doing a lot of troubleshooting, some tech troubleshooting before yeah. we even got to recording. I like arrived home, set this up 20 minutes like after being home, and then we did 20 minutes of troubleshooting, and here we are. And for our video uh, watchers, you may see in the background of my my thing, I have very tall boxes. I stopped by an Ikea on the way home and <laughs> nice. got a bookshelf. It was of very course. comical seeing this, seeing this gigantic one, trying to put that in my car. I drive a, a Buick Century, so it's a real small car. So trying to get that in there, I'm sure from somebody else watching me in the parking lot was very, very comical. I mean, man, that thing is heavy. I will also say, Jake, obviously you were getting a bookshelf i think yeah obviously you know, people who follow jake on the interwebs will know that jake has a uh wide collection of manga it's uh, a borderline problem but that's yeah, okay yeah you know like we we fight we pick and choose our battles yeah but jake i will <laughs> say real quick before we get into pokemon what i i have been meeting to go to that crazy manga store in new york city there's one oh. that's like four stories or whatever in like midtown area Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I keep getting TikToks of like, oh, have you been to like this? It's a manga, manga lovers paradise and, you know, whatever. <laughs> so if I go there, Jake, I will send you pictures and you'll have to tell me but which. To get one punch, man. I think you'd like okay. one punch, man. OK, OK. I did. I did, though, get a, a Pokemon advent calendar. Oh, the Pokemon nice. Center had made the advent calendars uh, for this year. And I know. uh one of the moderators in like my Twitch and Discord and stuff, uh, Mel, she uh, she got one of the advent calendars and it has Pokemon cards and stuff in it. So I did get Pokemon cards for Christmas. Will not open it up until next year, though. <laughs> so you got it after the fact. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I got it on Christmas Day and it's like you can't do it like you have to wait. a whole. So those packs are going to be vintage. <laughs> I know. Next year, you're going to be cracking these packs and you could put that in the thumbnail. Old vintage, old school packs. Old vintage packs worth right. thousands of dollars Sword and shield base set. what what we're in scarlet and violet and we are going to be talking about uh-huh. some new cards that are coming but not necessarily scarlet and violet we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming scarlet and violet set in this year but mainly we're going to be talking about crown zenith if you've been following pokemon tcg news the trading card game cards are being revealed left right and center from crown zenith people are excited we're excited sean um, but do you know what we're more excited about? A five-star review. We're excited to read the latest five-star review on the Metapod podcast. This lovely listener, Cowcats, five-star review. It, it started titled, It's Competitive PTCG 
C-O period, 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 because the title's so long, like, you can't see it on Apple because Apple's bad. But let's just say it's competitive PTCG content. Five stars. Yep. I think the word is content if I had to take a guess from context clues. But it says, haven't listened to any other Pokemon TCG stuff, but this is a tough act to beat. I listen to Magic the Gathering podcast as well, but this duo brings the energy into the competitive scene that gives Magic diehards a run for their money. Content like this made me fall in love with the game again. Great job, guys. Thank you! Cow cats. We're giving Magic diehards. That, that's high praise. That, that's a big deal. That's a big yeah. deal. I watch those Magic, that, that Magic content too nowadays, so you know, do you love, you know, the professor and... Pleasant Kenobi, MTG Goldfish. Anyways, I'm talking. You know, magic. maybe maybe I'll have a Black Lotus at one point in my life. You know, when I you know, make millions just, of dollars. Just make a proxy, Jake. Magic's all Wait. about proxies now. <laughs> you know what? I wish Pokemon would do that same thing for like computer search. That would be great. Uh, oh, but God. expanded events also don't exist. Anyways. Sean, we've got a lot to talk about today, especially if you're on the competitive side, but also a collector. Um, for those of you who do not know, there are sleeves that come out in like Japan and stuff, sleeves, deck boxes, designs that don't necessarily make it to the U.S. And when you go to a regional, right, or maybe card shops, they'll have them for sale, for trade, things like that. And they're very cool to pick up. I have plenty of uh, Japanese sleeves. I've got like a Nessa set of sleeves. I've got a Pokeball guy set of sleeves, bunch of cool different sleeves. But this is an interesting one, Sean. The Alolan Vulpix sleeves are banned from worlds and higher level play, which that's an absurd headline uh, <laughs> i understand what it means but when i first looked at it i was like from worlds and higher level play i was like there's something higher than worlds we're going to <laughs> galaxies the ordering Soon? of the sentence yeah <laughs> but anyways this pokey beach article is a good article it gives you a lot of good information on it pokemon japan and pokemon asia have announced a ban on the alolan vulpix sleeves released in japan on september Second, if you're curious as to why, because usually like a specific, I don't know if a specific set of sleeves have ever really been banned before. Um, but the reason that these sleeves got banned is because in the batches, the different batches of sleeves that are produced, there are color variations that happen. And if you're familiar with Pokemon rules, Pokemon trading card game rules, um, Usually, if you have like a different colored sleeve or any sort of sleeve that makes it different than the rest from in your deck, that can be considered a marked card, which can give you an advantage in the game if you know what card is in that specific sleeve. And therefore, it's like considered cheating. So not a surprise that this ban was made once they found out that there were color variations. But very interesting that this happened, Sean. Yeah, I I'm like... It makes sense. It says the one thing that I thought was a funny uh, statement, which is like kind of true, but also kind of not, which is the Pokemon company is not accepting returns or exchanges <laughs> as the color variation does not impair the product's use as a card sleeve. And I'm like, yeah, that's technically, true. You know, it's like technically it... <laughs> a sleeve, but like the product's use as a card sleeve includes play. Right? Like, you, you didn't get a pack of 60 for individual cards to be... No, you get a pack of 60 to sleeve 60 cards for a deck. So exactly. Like, eh, 
but is it? But is it Pokemon? Uh, it's interesting too, because like if you watch Japanese uh, card game tournaments or something, a lot of times players will play with like these kinds of sleeves. Like Japanese sleeves yep. are very different than like the sleeves that you get in an elite trainer box. They're thinner. Um, they're slicker. Yep. In my opinion, they um, are more clear in terms of being able to see the card. Like the the material, I don't even know really how to describe it on the ETB sleeves, the Elite Trainer Box sleeves. They're like thicker and they're not as clear. They're like slightly more opaque. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the word. Sean's the smart one in this <laughs> podcast duo. But they're different. But I also know that double sleeving is very popular in Japan. So I'm not 100% sure if like the the cool alolan vulpix card is on the outside like the the second Ooh. sleeve or the first sleeve i'm not 100 percent sure on that i should have done my research while we we're troubleshooting but either way like you don't see that very much at like top level regionals and ic's of like american players or even european players really just like it's it's japan that's playing a lot of these um usually you know american players or whatever european will play like ultra pro or dragon shield or yeah. you know those big name companies that you hear and that sponsor you know streamers content creators that you may follow but um these sleeves are officially banned from the following events pokemon world championships pokemon japan championships Japan League tournaments in Japan, a bunch of other tournaments in Japan, and Asia. right? And a bunch of uh, tournaments in Asia. It is, um, however, you know, the sleeves are never sold in America or anything like that. So there's not really going to be an official English announcement, but it is said in Pokey Beach, quote, but it'll probably be a rule included in next year's world's documents because, well, later in the article, it, when they list the following events, it does say world. So... If you like to get these, whatever, I would maybe, I don't know. I would maybe stray away from like all of these kinds of cards. I don't know. That's probably uh, a little bit of panic. But if it's happening to one, I feel like it could happen to another. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if uh, it's easier to spot. Because like, okay, if you're watching online, if you're, you know, on YouTube or whatever, I'll describe the mm -hmm. sleeves. There's a few Alolan Vulpix playing in the snow. And the color palette is very light and two-toned meaning it's all white or like a light blue i'm yeah. wondering if it was easier for them to maybe catch the color variation because it's really only two colors so that's interesting actually because i'm thinking of the sleeves that i have like i have red and black set of sleeves like i have uh the nessa one is like blue and it's really just blue huh, <laughs> um and then the pokeball guy is like I don't even know what one of the colors is because it's a giant like Pokeball guys, the whole th anyways. Yeah. And none of them are kind of that two tone deal like you're describing with the Alolan Vulpix. Like they're all more definitive yeah. colors. So and plus, like in the in the Poke Beach article and, you know, I don't have a tweet or anything to show both of the uh, like the lighter tone or the different color variant or maybe there's yeah. multiple different color variants like darker, lighter, regular purple bit printing error i don't know but um i would assume that it's probably a lot more noticeable than i think what is it is it dragon shield or ultra pro that people were saying that sometimes like they'll buy one box of lightning dual mat yep. 
I'm using lightning box as an example. Yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah. um, I I mean, as a rule of thumb in general, if you're sleeving up any deck for competitive play, use the same sleeves from the same box. Yeah. Because, and like have all of your like extra sleeves come from that box because there's variation. There's always variation, even between the same company's sleeves. Like I've had that, right? Where like if I use different lightning sleeves from different ones, I can tell which is from which. Mm-hmm. And, that and I usually, I would recommend buying uh, boxes of like 100 or something yeah. that's more than 60. Yes. Um, because just naturally shuffling, you know, stuff like that. Cards get bent. Um, sleeves get bent. They rip, whatever. That's just the nature of playing a card game. So buying a set that has more than 60 allows you to replace those a couple times before maybe you have to buy an entirely new set or something like that. Jake, but enough of that stuff, Sean, enough of that. I know I'm a little slow on my transitions. I'm really lagging on them out here. (laughs) There's a new trademark that's been filed. We usually talk about the trademarks. If you don't know what we mean by that, it's when the Pokemon company files the right of something of like a name or whatever that doesn't always you know, mean that it's this specific thing or whatever. But when we usually talk about it, it's usually for a set name um, as they have in the past. This newest one is titled Raging Surf. Sean is the set names. It's about they usually come out on the uh, four to six months after we talk about them or so. So this is maybe possibly um a set that releases in japan between may and july and there's a couple different pokemon that could be referenced in this because raging surf shod you could probably assume that's like water or something like that i don't know surf being a a move in the game well it could be water i i will say though they've done this thing in the past few years where they the each word has its own meaning so like you know fighting types well yeah it could be it could be that raging is fighting or so who knows i I don't know enough about scarlet and violet the game to like really (laughs) guess which pokemon it is but you're probably right it probably has something to do with you know water types for the surf but then Mm -hmm. raging i think yeah who, who knows actually what that could be if you are afraid of spoilers in scarlet and violet maybe you haven't beaten it hit hit uh skip 30 seconds (laughs) <laughs> or like go go ahead a minute. I'm I might spoil something for you. As it says on Pokey Beach, we're not sure which Pokemon the set name is referring to. It could be Dondozo or a Tatsugiri, which are both water types and Titan Pokemon. That is only speculation though, in that essence. But I think that's probably a pretty good guess. I mean, Titan Pokemon, something that Scarlet and Violet really, really likes. And so it makes sense, you know, to use a Titan Pokemon as kind of like the staple if there's no like water legendaries or things like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They usually, like I said, six months or so, this will be the Japanese set and then we'll get it in, I don't know, September, maybe. God, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get it 100 years <laughs> from now, you know, it'll be 2024 we're celebrating and we finally get these cards. But you know, Sean, what's coming very, very soon silver borders and with those silver borders we've talked about those in a previous podcast they're coming in scarlet and violet mirroring japan which is very very exciting because 
Longtime listeners of the podcast will know that Jake hates yellow borders on 99% of the cards and silver borders are superior. Sean, with these silver borders, the hollow effects have recently been revealed over on Pokey Beach. Foil card borders are coming in Scarlet and Violet. Pokey Beach has this really cool thing. I don't know if I've ever seen this them do this before. They have like little gifts. Is yeah. it gifts or gifs, by the way, actually? Oh, this determines whether <laughs> we keep the podcast for another year or not. Is it gifts or gifs? I mean, I say gifs, but that's I say gifs as well. That's the correct answer. Okay. Anyways, moving on. The they have little gifts of some of the Scarlet and Violet cards. I think Leonhard opened this. I yeah. think that's the uh the background that I notice over there. He opened it and kind of showed off these hollow pro. I think these are the promos. Yeah, this is from um, the three promo boxes that you could get. And so if you've never seen Japanese cards, right, in their hollow pattern, not only is the art background hollow, you know, just like you are used to in English or whatever rest of the world cards, but the border itself also the yellow or in this case the silver is also in that hollow pattern so that's really cool in my opinion i absolutely love that on the hollow cards i'm wondering though sean this is my curiosity i wonder if the cards are going to be because i didn't watch leonhard's video um about it but i wonder if the cards are going to be a different material because i feel hmm. like as someone who's collected both Japanese cards and English cards, I feel like they're a different material, like a card material. And I don't know if it's because of this hollow pattern or what. Uh, Japanese cards, much quick, much quicker, much more easily and more quicker. God, I can't speak. They will like naturally bend oh, or have oh. like a curvature. Yeah. Do you I mean, know what I'm talking about? Yes. All all holofoil cards will develop some sort of a curvature. All of them. Yes. And that is if you don't have them in like the binder sleeve, you know, yeah. top loader kind of deal. That's just because of the differences of like temperature and moisture. Uh, the the foil layer yes. is more rigid, uh, and so then the paper is absorbing, gonna absorb that moisture. And it will absorb and it will shrink and that will cause the warping because the, the foil layer, which is on top of the paper, will not shrink or, or do anything. It'll stay the same size. Um, Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that doesn't affect like the PSA value um, or anything if you get it graded. I, I don't I don't quote me on that. I, I'm I, pretty, I don't think so. I feel like I heard that somewhere before. Um, um, but anyways. Very cool that these cards are going to be like this. It's a horizontal sheen, as it's called. It's just a horizontal hollow pattern in there. And then the EXs, at least in the, um, I think, are those the, the gigantic promos? Yeah, yeah, the jumbo promos that Leonhard had. The Coridon EX and the Maridon EX. They will feature a slanted sheen and an additional star layer on top of it. So very, very cool. I like that. I like kind of the double hollow, but um I yeah, think, I mean just really cool. I overall I I like the new hollow using the borders as well. Um mm -hmm. because if you think back to like regular hollow cards for the last like five years or so, ten years I don't know. They're just kind of underwhelming, especially in like the current 
you know, all the different card games out there, how they do hollows. The old school Pokemon style just kind of felt like you wouldn't even know sometimes it was a hollow. You're like, oh, I guess it's hollow. Interesting. And yeah. once you do the whole border, then it becomes very obvious. Oh, yeah, that's a hollow. That's really cool. So, Also, I, uh, when you open up English product, Sean, sometimes I will get tricked opening a pack, doing the card trick, you know, make it exciting. Yeah. And, and like when I start, you know, unrevealing or revealing the cards, yep. I will see a little glimmer at the top at the very last card. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, there's an ultra rare in here and I'll go and I'll go and I'll go and then it's just a regular hollow rare. And I'm like, dang it, dude. Like <laughs> I thought I had something good. So now we'll officially, you know, uh, uh, well, I can't say you'll officially have something good, but you won't be tricked at least. <laughs> um, yeah, this will be really neat. Um, but I think that's about as much as we know about Scarlet and Violet. But Jake... Are you ready to talk about some real bangers in terms of collectability? The very, 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 very exciting set. Crown Zenith is on the horizon, coming on the way. I've seen so many people open up these sets in Japan. What was the set called um, in Japan? Do you know off the top oh, of your head, John? I'm blanking on it. I do not I've remember. Many, V-Star I've Universe? So many. Uh, yes, I think there that's what it was. Um, I've watched so many people open up this set, uh, like OKJ okay, Love, and I know some other people, like in my Discord server, like Appa, have opened yeah. stuff like this. And, and oh my gosh, these cards are gorgeous, and I cannot wait for all of these stinking alternate arts. I'm gonna buy, oh gosh, I'm gonna buy a lot of these things. Apparently, the V Star Universe, the singles are pretty cheap. Oh, interesting. In comparison to like latest holiday sets, yeah. Um, so I'm curious before we really dive into the cards. I'm curious if you know these cards will also be super cheap because I believe in like other holiday sets aside from like the super ultra rares. You know, like the the regular like character rares or whatever you want to call it. Those were pretty cheap and those were pretty easy to get. But once you started getting to like the, the super shiny, you know, V V maxes or whatever, yeah. then it would get like really, really hard alternate arts, things like that. I mean, yeah, it's just cause like, you know, I, I mean, the point you're making is like, there's a whole nother set of cards that are, they're not the trainer gallery, mm -hmm. right? They're like, I don't know what the subset for this one is called, but like, they're basically a bunch of alternate rare cards that are in a that they imagine will be in the reverse hollow slot of the English set list. Yes. Um, and but they they basically are like the same style as the character rares that we've been getting the last few years. Then the alternate. Oh, gosh, I just love Pokemon art has just been so good lately. Oh, Sean. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. It's really. So I'm scrolling down. For those of you listening, I'm just sort of scrolling through the visual mm -hmm. set list. If you want to scroll along with us, head over to uh, Justin Basil or Justin Basil. I can never remember how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think we've talked about it with them plenty yeah. of times. But JustinBasil.com, uh, you know, and uh, you can you can look at the cards as well as you listen or go to it afterwards and listen. And in this, there's a bunch of other tabs in here as well. You can, you can look it up specific rarities of the cards that are um, 
perspective to be in this set. You can look at, you know, utility Pokemon, attacking Pokemon, items, supporters, you know, specific categories for the competitive side. So collectors or players, good website to look at, especially for your collecting news. And there's some big, like, time cards that we know and love in this set. You know, the... the uh, is that Manaphy or Fion? What's the bench barrier Pokemon Manaphy. right now, Sean? Manaphy. Manaphy. Man, I don't know why yeah. I never remember that. <laughs> you get the Manaphy, bench barrier Manaphy in there. You get the Celebrations Mew. Gets a beautiful art in there. So the Comfey Lost Zone. Yeah, that's that's oh, that one, so I believe. Good. The Lost Zone Comfey is in there. Just a lot of really, really sick cards sean in oh, here is this, the comfy? this one right here the yeah, flower that's selecting the comfy, oh yeah. my gosh it's so flower, good. flower selecting comfy you get another luminian luminian getting another alternate art in here you get a bunch of like v max v star alternate arts and zero aura mewtwo deoxys yeah. i think we talked or i think maybe i talked about deoxys um when it came out because i loved that card zashian v um not the zashian v that's brave blade but the zashian v that accelerates the psychic energy that's getting an alternate art in there hoopa v in there hisuian zorark v star drapian v also gets one uh gets a uh uh yuki yukamori did a little figure kind of art of the drapion v and it looks so good it just looks so cute in there a bunch of supporters in here colrus experiment cynthia's ambition as well um there are some other ones in here like uh uh irida that's her name oh Irida okay. gets one in there roxanne raihan uh melanie sharon's care like just great awesome cards and then palky v star dialga v star giratina v star and arceus v star the god quad i was gonna say the god trio but it's a quad you know the god of time the god of space the god yeah the god of time god of space the god god and then the 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 god from down under you know australia (laughs) um but those get beautiful gold alternates as well in this set but um sean uh there's there's some other things in here as well you know some cards Maybe that I didn't mention. What else is in here? Well, I mean, there's an awesome alternate art Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu yes. and friends, basically. But it's Pikachu. It's just, it's a gorgeous card. It is, it's reminiscent it's got, of, oh, go ahead. It's got pretty much like all the staple Pokemon, yeah. like the big set names, the yeah. set Pokemon. You know, you see a Shadow Rider Calyrex in there. You see a Urshifu. Yep um Crobat. the the rapid style yeah crobats in there zashian hisuians or hisuians are like one thing's and not Italian. like the other yeah. Then Italian, yeah well two things not like the other really <laughs> uh, yeah uh this is really cool like you know how they've done like other pikachus in the past when they like finish off a series this yeah is, this it's like that kind of card and it's just it's such a good card to like if you are doing a master set of, or like a really cool collection for the whole Sword and Shield era, I think this is like the car that you put at the front to be like, cool, this sums up all of my Sword and Shield collecting. And especially for, you know, specific people, like there are plenty of people that collect Pikachus as well. Yeah. This is a really, really good Pikachu card. Um, and it's going to be one that you're going to want in your collection. 
Jake, there is another professor's research, though, that people can get. Nah, it's not as good, though. No, it's definitely... You are absolutely right. Of all the professor's research, I think this one is F tier. (laughs) Uh, It's perfect. What's this guy? Professor... Is it Rowan? I think it's Professor Mustache. The Diamond and Pearl. The Professor Mustache. (laughs) Mustache, you a question. This is the professor from Diamond and Pearl. I'm pretty sure it's Professor Rowan. Because I think Birch was Gen 3. Okay. Um, (laughs) But anyways, yeah, another professor's research in there. You get friends in Hisui and friends in Sinnoh, which is really, really cool in my opinion. Um, because usually we just only get one friends card, mm-hmm. but because there was the, you know, uh, remakes of diamond and pearl, right. Yep. Friends in Sinnoh. And then there was the legends Arceus game, the big hit of that, you know, different cast of characters and stuff. They also have a friends in Hisui, which is really, really cool. In my opinion, in terms of the other cards though, like I'm going to skip ahead. You can get a lot of the, uh, cards that you got in other sets, potentially like we don't know for sure. All the cards are going to be in Crown Zenith, but odds are there will be regular art versions of a variety of cards that are, you know, playable in their own right. I don't know if they're all new art. I don't think so. I think this is the original Charizard V-Star art, but... Um, uh, I don't think I don't so, actually. Do you, do you think it's different? It might be. Yeah, I think these are all different. It's all Okay, so you have, like, special art and then regular versions of a bunch of pretty cool playable cards. Um I like how in the other ultra rare section, Justin has listed basically Simiseer. Because <laughs> like, who plays yeah, with that? That, that? that card just exists. Duraludon VMAX. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a low blow to a lot of a lot of those players. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of great stuff, especially three new. We talked about them before. Three new Radiant Pokemon as well, Sean. Yeah. Radiant Charizard, because, of course, you know, we got to get another Charizard in here. Radiant Eternatus, which a lot of people are excited about. We'll talk about that card later. And the one that doesn't look like the other, my favorite Pokemon in whatever generation this was. I can't remember. Chargerbug. Radiant Chargerbug. So to that one Chargerbug fan, you got you got your fame and I'm really happy for you, bud. I will say, I will say, I got to give this Charger Bug a little bit of love here. <laughs> the ability, whenever any player attaches an energy card from their hand to one of their Pokemon V, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. There are Pokemon V that deal more damage based on the number of damage counters on them. Yes. And yes. this doesn't say once per turn. So if you were able to do this and then like say Gardenia's Vigor or whatever, a couple more energy onto it or Melanie, I guess Melanie's not coming mm-hmm. from your hand. Yeah, no, Melanie's yeah. not from the hand. I mean, the only like cards that I'm really thinking of that accelerate that from Frost hand. Moth. Yeah, like Frostmoth, um, Cherum. Yeah. Gardenia's Vigor. Um, okay, well. That's like that's like pretty much it, because like Lugia is from the deck acceleration. Melanie's from the discard, like you said. Raihan's from the discard. But to your point, you know, it could it could be you know, interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you can do some cool things. Yeah. But Jake, Jake, what does this Radiant Eternatus do? Because I think this is probably the most hyped card of the entire set. I will say the Charizard's a reprint, so yeah. it's the same, you know, uh, whatever heart, fun heart, blazed heart, uh, the glorified heart, un- 
whatever it is you do a big attack for less energy yeah like yeah yeah that one anyways radiant eternus this brand new card brand spanking new card that we're going to talk about has the ability climax gate it's 170 hp dragon basic pokemon when you play this card from your hand onto your bench during your turn you may search your deck for up to two pokemon vmax and put them on your bench then shuffle your deck if you use this ability your turn and so that's the main effect that people are really, really excited about this card. Turn one, Sean, yeah. you can skip the evolution phase and put Pokemon VMAX on your bench, which is really cool because there's a lot of decks right now in format like Palkia, Lugia yeah. that evolve. You know, if, if you're going second, Sean, like if we're playing a game, you versus me, I'm playing Lugia, you're playing, I don't know, Hatterene VMAX. I don't know. You put a bunch of Hatterenes on the or I mean, I'm sorry, I start my turn, you know, get my Lugia down, whatever, get a bunch of energies in the discard. You take your turn. You put a couple of Hatterenes down or maybe just one Hatterene yeah. down. You pull, you can only put one Hatterene down. If I evolve into Lugia, I put those Archaeops down and I accelerate the energy a million miles an hour like Lugia usually does. I can boss you up, right, or gust you up, whatever, and I can punch your Hatterene and you... I mean, you basically lose the game at that point. I mean, you yeah. already lost because you're playing Hatterene against Lugia. But, uh, you know, like, you, you really lose the game because you lose that set of Pokemon. So skipping that and putting the VMAX on the bench is going to be huge. We've actually already seen something like this recently in the game, Sean. Do you remember? Um, Was it... I don't think it was Duraludon. It, it was, was Duraludon. Oh, and it was the Duraludon with the, like the power up protein shake or whatever uh well people may have played that i'm thinking more specifically of the rapid strike mustard okay. you know when it's yeah, the yeah. when and people were doing that with like beedrill and stuff beedrill is a little bit yeah. different but i believe uh was it riley holbert um riley at yeah, one yeah. of the yeah yeah at one of the the full grip tournaments i believe it was um when rcs duraludon was like first introduced mm -hmm. i believe that in the full grip event and he he had that and i believe we talked about how he had more v maxes than v's and part of the reason for that was because he had that rapid strike mustard in there to get it on the bench so we've already seen that have success in the game and even if radiant eternatus doesn't inherently make like hatterene v max for example better mm. it makes it more consistent and a little bit more viable even though it's not going to be that much better but it's going to create a lot of like cool combos and stuff in the format it's going to create a lot of fun things that we can see it's going to open up the format i guess is the best way to put it i think that this is actually a great card for i don't know what the right vmax is but like you know those wall stall decks where yeah you're like, duraludon duraludon <laughs> is a good example but also although duraludon it, it duraludon affects up the math stonejourner is probably a lot better yes so, the the thing about things like Stonejourner is you want to be able to put as many like specifically like healing items in your deck, and later in the game when you have a bunch of like you you're not going to play more than one or two Vmaxes a whole game, yeah. You know because you want as few Pokemon on your bench to be gusted. You want all of them to be super beefy, and this is I think great because you can play in a turn just turn one get both of your Vmaxes on the board. And then you can almost play a deck with like a, a one, two line of V maxes or a one, three or some weird combo. Cause your yeah. actual strategy is to get a turn down turn one, get into those two V maxes, 
and then from there just never be able to let your opponent kill the two other vmaxes on the board although if you do that though if you do play like a one three line or something obscure like that you're gonna really run the risk to where half of your games you're starting oh, yeah. radiant eternatus and therefore you cannot play that card from your hand on your bench so you'd either a oh, need to a play point. scoop up nets you need to play scoop up nets right or you need to have a little bit more extra pokemon in there i don't know if there's fighting pokemon that like beef up your hp you know yeah. support pokemon or something like that or but it'll be difficult for those like kind of wall pokemon like stone journer but i do think your point is valid yeah. in that they do gain they do garner this sort of new effect whatever you know, I, I inside of it. it i solved it jake four what? of the uh the the trainer search mew <laughs> you know, you know what that's actually mew. that may not be the worst idea i've ever heard actually because you just you can go get item cards and <laughs> they knock out one mew they knock out one eternatus radiant eternatus they knock out one stone journey v max it's only five prizes jake yeah you still, you still gotta to go, go through, through another, another dog. exactly i think i just broke the format Anyways. I think he's did. <laughs> Anyways, credit the Metapod podcast yeah. when Stonejourner Radiant Eternatus wins a uh, wins the next regional that it's the first regional that it's legal <laughs> in. And let us know if you're the winner of this. But Sean, what other what other cards are in here in this attacking Pokemon section that Justin has laid out that are worth mentioning? I mean, there's Rotom V-Star, so uh, you know. I don't know if we've already talked about this one. Jake and I were actually discussing this. It may be a reprint. I'm pretty sure we've talked about yeah. Rotom V. I okay. feel like it was like projected to be in a set list and the set list was posted on a website and we talked about it, but yeah. then like it didn't actually come out or it did come out. We just don't remember because it's not super viable uh, because nobody's playing a thousand tool cards. Yeah, I think um, that... Yeah, I think the main ones here would be Zacian and Zamazenta finally getting a V-Star. Yes. Um, and they are the original typings. The original meaning like the metal typings, not the mm -hmm. psychic typing. Not um, their secondary typing, fairy, fighting, psychic, all that stuff. Well, yeah. rip fairy. And then, you know, of those, like the Zacian V-Star... It has a 200 damage attack, which is like pretty good, but then you can throw a sword on there to make it even more and whatever, but I believe, yeah, it does work. Cause it says Zashi and V doesn't it? Oh yep. my gosh. And, uh, I forgot about that card. Yeah. Rusted sword. <laughs> and the nice thing about this one is it actually is an attack that is basically shred, but it's shred that does a ton of damage, like 200 damage for shred. Um, which if you add the, the, you know, sword onto there, that's 230 damage, which, basically gets through any v's that might be able to block you out as a v-star mm -hmm. and then it's v-star power attack does 310 damage it does 30 to itself but we don't care about that yeah uh, because you're one-shotting <laughs> literally everything yep. in the format you're one-shotting a duraludon with that rusted sword yep so long as you don't got any uh what you any special energy on him well, I mean, for a little bit, we'll still have Metal Saucer That's in the true. format. That's true. Right? And I mean, it one shots a Mew V Max, which, uh, you know, important. Yeah. It, so. uh, it one shots the Mew V Max without any other items. Just get four energies on it. That's it. Yep. 
And plus with all this, you know, Lost Zone stuff, like you just, especially with the come phase and stuff and Mirage Gates and Chorus Experiment, you know, you just Mirage Gate and that's your energy acceleration. That's yeah. as easy as that. Yeah, so like, look, we have Drapion for the Mew counter, but, you know, this is another option for you to take it out in one hit. Yeah. <laughs> I, is this the most damage any Pokemon has ever had that's been printed directly onto a card? 310? Uh, base damage-wise, yeah. like just base damage, I'm trying to think. Because I know that the I feel like... Charizard VMAX did 300. And Charizard, yeah. a tag team Charizard actually did 300 if you had six energy on it, I think. Yeah, you would have to do the GX plus, which I don't know if that's considered base. Well, but that's only 300. 310 is still more than those, right? Yeah, I mean, it's still, yeah, still more than that. I, you might be right in that this is the biggest. Um, I'm trying to think of what Buzzmosa did. What did Buzzmosa do for its GX? I, I don't was that know. 240? I don't. It definitely wasn't three ten or some crazy. No, I I think you're right in that this is the biggest base damage attack. Yeah. At least that I can remember. Somebody will call us out in the comments. I mean, Please kinda, do actually. It kind of makes sense to to finish off you know the Sword and Shield era with like we're gonna make Zacian the hardest hitting base damage Pokemon ever. The original Zacian doing two thirty for three energy was already which broken. was huge. It was insane at the time. So. 310, if you throw any sort of a tool onto that, you can get up to 340, which knocks out every VMAX, basically. Yeah. Uh, so it's stupid, Jake. That's, it's just dumb. Whether or not it's going to be viable is a whole different question. I mean, Dialga was pretty viable for a bit. Yeah. Right? Dialga V-Star was pretty viable for that's a bit. That's because you mean, got that an extra you, <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, that's a whole different kind of viable... Um, so I don't know. Maybe this, I don't know. But that's crazy. But Sean, what about Zamazenta V-Star? So Zamazenta V-Star, always the slightly less interesting uh, brother. <laughs> um, it has a three energy attack, the same type of uh, energy. It does 220, and uh, you can't attack with it the next turn. Wah, wah. <laughs> like, wah, wah, why indeed. Why would you? And like, okay, I will also say, they gave Zacian and Zamazenta V-Star the same HP, which is insane to me. Make Zamazenta 10 more. Make him 280. Yeah. He's literally the shield Pokemon. What are you doing? Yeah, he is literally bulky in defense. Like, uh, okay, we very obviously made Zacian V-Star in the offensive category for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, Zamazenta V-Star is a little bit defensive if you want to talk about his V-Star power. So, yeah, the V-Star power... Which you can only use once a game, though. So yes, but yes. The the V Star Power says you may use this ability during your turn. Your during your opponent's next turn, all of your Pokemon take a hundred less damage from your opponent's Pokemon's attacks. I think that it's yeah. Like the V Star powers are pretty fair. Maybe I would do a a a hundred is pretty significant. I feel like because yeah. I feel like a lot of Pokemon right now in games are just hitting exact numbers mm -hmm. or just above so putting a hundred more on is incredibly almost impossible for most decks um yeah. i feel like the difference between these two cards and why zashian is better than zamazenta is that freaking first attack 
Not because of the damage, but because yeah. one says shred and the other says cannot attack next turn. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, just you switching cards forehead and it works out, but I don't know. I mean, but like the other Zacian basically has this exact attack and it does 10 more damage. The original Zacian from Sword and Shield base. And I'm just like, Ugh. it's a 10 it, damage it, less. Ugh. It's very weird. But yeah. if you want to talk about another Giga Impact Pokemon, Sean, that is coming up in the set, Reggie Giga's V Star also has Giga Impact. It's colorless, colorless, colorless. So you can use it with whatever set of energies you want, <laughs> whatever colors. It does 230 damage as well, can attack during your next turn. The V Star power is what differentiates it, and also because it's a 300 HP V Star, which makes sense. Reggie Giga's is a huge Pokemon, it's thick. You know, stuff like that. The ability in the V-Star power is called Star Guardian. You can use this ability during your turn only if your opponent has exactly one prize card remaining. Discard one of your opponent's benched Pokemon and all cards attached to it. A very interesting effect. I don't... I mean, the only thing that I can think of is, like, GG End. But that Pokemon had to be in the active, right? Yeah, that's it's a very specific condition too of exactly one prize card remaining. It's um, a, it's one prize card remaining, but it's also a benched Pokemon. But it's also um, it doesn't say like take prizes with it. Like I believe Garatina V Star says like specifically the Pokemon's knocked out or whatever, and mm -hmm. so you take prizes. I don't think you take prizes off this ability. Uh, no, no, you don't take prize. It says discard, so it just doesn't knock yeah, them out. So, yeah, it's different than that. I just want to make that differentiation since I mentioned the GG end. I will Giratina say, Jake, Garchomp. I think that this, I think that this is an interesting strategy for. I don't know if it's control or. I think this ability... you like spread where you take out all the Pokemon on the board at once. Uh, I mean, you could like this is a way to get around a Manaphy, but I think this is like a the, a really weird way to get around Manaphy. Yeah, like I feel like there's yeah. more efficient things. But I think this is really interesting. If you built your strategy around not taking, not killing your opponent so that they have no prize, so you get all the prize cards, but about benching out your opponent, like because you know there's that Pidgeot deck back in the day that has you shuffle the active back into the deck. Yes. And the problem with that is like, oh, cool, but your opponent just on the next turn goes and gets something else, you throw it down, whatever. But you can effectively shuffle or get rid of two Pokemon on the field in a single turn. Mm -hmm. So if you can frustrate your opponent, get them to use a lot of their resources, right? Uh, play cards that make you discard your you know, Pokemon down, um, that stadium card, right? Collapse Stadium, I believe it is. Yes. So... If you can kind of make it annoying and just get rid of enough of their Pokemon while they're taking prizes, you, you can, can theoretically get rid of three Pokemon in a turn. Oh, how do you get rid of the third? Well, Collapse Stadium is one. But you... Collapse Stadium only works if you have more than four, right? Well, everybody's filling up their bench right now in the format, yeah. Sean. Like, Lugia fills up their bench. Lost Box fills up their bench. Palkia fills up their bench, mm. right? Everybody's filling up it. I think it's safe to assume that your opponent has five Pokemon on the bench. Yeah, that's fair. In a in a battle. So you use Collapse Stadium, you get rid of one, right? You use your V-Star power to get rid of another on the bench, and then you take a knockout, which is that third Pokemon, 
and they've got two Pokemon left. That's that's sneaky. I I do I do kind of I like the strategy. Now they'll see it coming a mile away because it's a Regigigas V star. Yeah, yeah. Especially in a three game, especially in a three game series. But it's very hard to avoid that right now because a lot of these Pokemon are evolution Pokemon that are dominating the format right now, like Lugia, Mew. Right? These are evolution Pokemon. Palkia I mentioned earlier. You know, they've got to get the V's down. They've got to get the the V stars in play. So yeah. it's not like it's not like the Charizard, you know, whatever that attack ability is, unbraved heart, uncoveted whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not like just slapping that Charizard down for a lot of decks. It's that more setup situation. So this is a really cool like disruption thing and 230 knocks out a lot of V's yeah. as well. You know, you get some powerfuls on it probably, right? Yeah um i mean in however way you see fit and you're knocking out v stars i do yeah yeah that's a really good point i do kind of like this and especially think about things like um if you were able to do this with maybe one of the lugia decks Mm -hmm. and if you well i don't i don't know if you can do this with lugia because i mean lugia uses the v star power right to put the archaeops Uh, in play you would not use this in a Lugia deck. You use it against a Lugia deck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, carry on. Sorry. Because the interesting thing here is <clears throat> if you can take out their engine in one attack, right? Be- like boss up one Archeops, use this ability to get rid of the other Archeops. They have no way of getting another Archeops in. You've won the game. Yeah, yeah. You've essentially won once you knock out that Lugia or whatever the attacker is, Yvetal yeah. or yeah. whatever. So you're right. I mean, you're right on that. Like it's, it, I don't know. There's something really interesting about. I, I this card may be absolutely trash, for a variety of reasons. But <laughs> the whole, the fact that it has to be done when one prize card remaining, I think, is the the weird part that like you can't. Yeah, it's, and that's where I'm like really struggling with it because yeah. that's so late game. It is right, and especially against something like Lugia. Like, if they've got one prize card remaining and you take out both Archaeops, like, are they really that worried that you took out their Archaeops? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Although it could, I mean, it could be that they're only they're only really setting up one Pokemon at a time because, like, Yvetal needs yeah. that attachment on that turn. Sometimes Lugia will need that attachment, or Luminion will need that attachment, or the Charizard will need that attachment based on when you put it in play. So I don't know. Maybe actually it would be the difference maker. I don't know. I like that you can choose which which one you get to discard. Uh, you um, have to choose on the bench. On the bench. But you you get the, play, the player controlling Reggie as opposed to your opponent chooses one of their bench. Uh, yeah, like Collapse yeah. Stadium. You know. Exactly. Um, um, one thing I'll point out here. Any, are there any HP. other cards that... Sorry, go on. 300 HP. I'm just going to point that out real quick. Beefy V-Star. Oh, yeah. Is that the beefiest V-Star? It might be like Tied. I feel like there's another 300 HP V, but maybe, maybe not. Is Waylord just a V? No, it doesn't have a V-Star. No, it, it does not. But I, <laughs> yeah. 400 HP Waylord V-Star on the way. <laughs> you joke now. It, it'll, it'll happen. Anyways, Sean... Any other cards that we need to talk about in here? Uh, no, no, no new card. Oh, there's one. There's a Sky oh, Sealstone. Yeah, yeah. There's an item card that is new, um, and uh, it's an ability item card that gives you a V Star ability. And basically, the damage 
from the attack of a basic Pokemon V. If it knocks out your opponent's active V-Star or V-Max, you take an additional prize. So, you know, I think this is a really interesting card for... Oh, what's the deck called? Um, the one like, uh, like Ludicolo and... Oh my gosh. Suicune? Yeah, like an interesting... It's an interesting Suicune deck card. Because they're not I using think that this is an inter I think that this is an interesting card for a lot of decks. I mean, because well, Pokemon V dominate. But it's only, it only works on a basic Pokemon V. Yeah, but how many times do we see boss, cross switcher, whatever, you know, like bring up bring up a V on the bench? Like, you got to oh, have no, no. one in play and then it's one only, set up. It only works if you are attacking with a basic Pokemon V. Well, like something like Vikavolt. True. Yeah, yeah, Vikavolt, I think, really could benefit from this. Because Vikavolt really slows down the game, and so if you can speed up the game a little bit, although yeah. they use four Seal Stone, so I guess you'd have to weigh the pros and cons of like using that versus a uh, four Seal Stone or Sky Seal Stone or something, but... Yeah. Um, uh, your Stone Journer? <laughs> well, I, I think that... Um, I think the Sky Seal Stone is like, whether it's in Vikavolt or a Suicune deck or um, uh, what's the big fire you dog? You even use uh, Entei. Entei or... With the Magma Basin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think this could find a home in some places because it really does swing the math in awkward ways. Like, honestly, if you aren't going to use a V-Star power and you're playing a deck um, that can play Drapion... Imagine putting your Drapion down, attaching this, using the ability, knocking out a Mew VMAX for four prizes, and Ooh. all you all you need to do is knock out a Genesect. Easy. Now, the Drapion might be enough that, like, you don't really need to worry about, like, but, like, you know, that makes it even harder. And it's, and it's only yeah. a one-card include. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, some people were putting... I can't remember what regional this was. There was somebody that was on a stream game that put heroes metal in mu v max yeah. do you remember that i don't remember seeing that specifically but i feel yeah. like i saw that in a stream game now whether that was top cut or day two or day one i don't remember but it was something that was brought up yeah and so it it's worth looking into as most things are with the pokemon trading card game i guess <laughs> you know playing competitively but that's all the cards, notable cards, at least that we know for now, at least through Justin's website. More will probably be on the way. The set releases the 13th, I think you told yep. me, Sean. 13th so, I mean, yeah, so next week, next week, this week, what day is it today? today next week. second, so like, you know, week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, so next week, really start looking at your uh, stores, things like that. You know, start at the beginning of the week, to be honest. Um, and really start looking for Crown Zenith because Crown Zenith is such a cool set and it's going to be so worth it yeah. to open up, to collect. Um, playing it may not be super influential, but um, it's going to have some cool cards in it that people are excited about and want to play with. And oh, gosh, I can't wait. I'm going to get some. <laughs> yeah, I might I might have to like, you know, I don't normally open packs, but I might have to treat myself to some Crown Zenith. I mean, just have some fun, yeah. you know. Just open up, get some buddies, open up. You did that with um celebrations. When it, yeah, you did yeah. that with celebrations. You open up with a bunch of buddies. I did, I did. So this is the kind of set that I will tell people like if you're not somebody who cracks pack very often, um 
the specialty sets are always the way to go in terms of where to spend your money. Get mm-hmm. get a you know couple of ETBs or whatever boxes you can find. This will be a lot of fun. Celebration. I try to it's great. like these holiday sets. I try to buy like one of every product, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean the. I don't know about this time around, actually, but at least in this in the holiday ETBs in the past, um, they've had like a promo card in there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're buying a, a different product every time, you know, like the uh, the the Hidden Fates Mad Party set. Do you remember that little? I yeah. think it was a pin set. Was it a pin set? Yeah. 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 They, um, did. they had a yeah. I mean, they had a promo, a different promo for every Mad Party party or so that was cool. And so you just get one of every one. And it, I don't know. That's how I like it. But if you want to go Sean's way, just rip open a thousand ETBs, then do it. <laughs> you got the money, honey. I'm trying to look and see like what cool pins have been announced. There's a cool Zacian pin. There's a cool Zamazenta pin in one of their packs. And then there's a um, a Cinderace and Teleon and Rillaboom uh, pack that Ooh. has pins. So. Uh, those are the things if you're a pin collector to be on the lookout for, in my opinion. Exactly. And we'll let you know on a lot of other things that you need to know about the Pokemon trading card game here on the Pokemon Podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. Happy 2023! Hope it's off to a good start. We'll see you in the next episode.